Saving for retirement is becoming an increasingly difficult dilemma for workers. In Delaware, as many as 200,000 employees lack access to an employer-sponsored retirement plan. To address this growing issue, working alongside our state treasurer, Representative Lambert has introduced the Delaware Earns Program. This act would create a state-sponsored savings plan funded by employees, empowered by employers, and overseen by the state. We'll hear more about the ins and outs of this program from the lead bill sponsor, Representative Larry Lambert, and our state treasurer, Colleen Davis. From the Delaware House Democratic Caucus, this is Whip Count. I think to understand the importance of this legislation, we need to start off by discussing the growing retirement and savings crisis facing many Delawareans. So could either of you explain what is going on with Delawarean savings plan and why there is a need for a state-sponsored retirement savings plan? Sure. Um, you know, one of the things that we've been um, really tracking and, and honing in on is is how we look here in Delaware, um, not just not just national retirement, but but more sort of focused toward Delaware. And we know that we have roughly two hundred thousand uh, workers in the state of Delaware who do not currently have a plan that's offered to them through their employer, and so. You know, when you look at it, that's a significant chunk of our population and, and a, a, a significant amount of uh, individuals who are not preparing. And then we also have, have sort of uh, looped Georgetown University Center for Retirement in, as well as um, the Delaware AARP. And uh, in some of the research that we've done with them nationally, um, it's estimated that 57 million private sector American workers have no access to a retirement program through their employers. Um, And employees are are roughly 15 times more likely to save when they are offered something um, through their, through their employers and when it's made available through their, their work programs and benefits. So where does the Delaware Earns Act come in? What can we talk about the mechanics of this? What is this going to establish for, for Delawareans who may not have access? Thank you so much. The, the Delaware Earns Act is really landmark legislation for Delaware. Delaware is the 12th oldest state in the nation, and future trends show that we are just going to, that our aging populations are still growing. When I engage seniors in my district, seniors across the state, a lot of them are struggling with economic insecurity. And for us to have the Delaware Earns Act is, is so important for so many of our seniors because it's a way for them to save towards their retirement. And it's also beneficial for so many of our small businesses because it really takes a lot of the burden off of their plate, the administrative burden, the cost burden. And that's why I enthusiastically support this bill, which creates a pathway for our seniors, for all Delawareans to have access to a retirement savings plan. You know, as Larry mentioned, the retirement crisis is not one that we have decades to solve. And and so now is is the time. With that thought, we have really put a lot of research into developing this and, and put a lot of, you know, concerted effort into ensuring that we are supporting uh, employers and small businesses in particular, and also with the thought of, you know, we've got to make it as, as easy and 
straightforward to the employee themselves. And so, um, again, you know, one of the highlights is that there's no cost to employers. You know, we're we're planning to sort of take on the the work behind it, similar to what we do for all state employees in our deferred compensation plan. Um, we're we're going to essentially help employers to set this up at no cost. Um, we're also going to be uh, offering this benefit to all employees that uh, that do not currently have something like this offered through their employer, but um, really make it very accessible, very uh, understandable, and ensure that we are uh, sort of informing them and keeping them up to date on all of their options. And so we're, we're making it an opt-out feature which will allow individuals to say, you know, now's not the time for me to do this. And that's a, a big trend that we're seeing across the, the industry when it comes to retirement. There are a lot of private uh, employers that are doing this and other vendors. Um, and so we're sort of allowing them to show us uh, the, the path forward and, and sort of taking their lessons learned and, and, and moving in the direction of, of helping all people in Delaware. Yeah, I think that's a great point. It is going to be a big help to people that otherwise would not have access to these plans. And Representative Lambert actually shared with me that he at one point was an employee that didn't have a plan. Representative Lambert, can you tell us a little bit about your background and what this plan would have meant to you as someone working in a field that did not offer a 401k or other retirement plan? When I was younger, I entered the workforce after I had recently lost my parents and my big brother. I went through the challenge of being a worker that didn't have access to health care, that didn't have access to a retirement savings plan. And I worked in after school programming. It was the best job in the world. I loved it. But I decided to leave so that I could engage in a work environment that had a 401k, a savings plan. I went into corporate banking. And while I enjoyed that work as well, you know, so many of our brothers and sisters here in Delaware don't always have that choice. And for us to bring forth an opportunity for all of us to be able to enjoy a retirement savings plan, it's just really a dream come true. And that's why I'm so happy to work alongside State Treasurer Colleen Davis and to bring forth this bill that enables all of us, 200,000 Delawareans that didn't previously have access will now have access to a retirement savings plan. Yeah, I think that's super important because 200,000 Delawareans is a big, big chunk of us when we have less than a million residents living in our state and even less than that in the currently in the workforce. So we talked about how it's good for employees and employers, but how will it benefit the state? Because I know there's a big misconception out there that this is gonna cost the state money or cost taxpayers money but from what I've read, it sounds like it's actually going to save the state money. So could either of you speak on that? Absolutely. One of the ways that it really benefits the state is it makes our state more attractive for workers. Uh, sometimes we have a challenge where um, we want to make sure we're retaining the best. We, we want to make sure we're attracting the best. And that's the trend that is going to continue with this bill. It's imperative that our workers see viability here working in Delaware. And for every Delaware to now have access to a retirement savings plan, whether you're grabbing a broom at a mom and pop shop, whether you're 
going into corporate banking, education, any field, all of us have equal access. And that brings me to one of the greatest benefits of this bill, which is the mobility. When you transition careers, sometimes one of the biggest things that you have to consider is, are you able to continue some of the benefits? And now we have the mobility where this savings plan, the Delaware Earns Program, it enables you to transition seamlessly from job to job, career to career. Yeah, I think that is a very important part, the mobility that you won't lose all that savings that you've accumulated. And maybe we can go to our state treasurer now. What are the fiscal benefits for our state? Yeah, that's actually a a great question. It's one of the things that um, sort of depends on our workforce itself. But as a general snapshot, we have done some projections um, based on the population that we currently have and some of the expected sort of inflows and outflows. We'll have people that will migrate into Delaware because we're amazing and uh, they'll be attracted um, to be part of a, a stronger workforce to, to migrate over to our state. And then there will be some who maybe retire and decide to head to maybe sunnier, you know, pastures, if you will. Um, but in the meantime, our expectation is we will save the state roughly $63 billion. Um, in, in And again, that's over a 30-year span. So it's going to take us some time to, to get to that point. But um, that translates to individuals being able to make decisions for themselves in their older years, in their retirement, and more flexibility and a variety of different options before them. And that's one of the things that I love most about this is that, um, you know, folks will be able to say, you know, I'd rather uh, pay my young, you know, niece or nephew to help care for me um, than to wind up in a nursing home or um, something like that. And so again, I, I prefer that what we're doing is really giving people the, the flexibility that we all deserve and, um, and something that is currently only afforded by those uh, in the upper income uh, sectors of our, of our society right now. How is this different from Social Security? Can you explain? Because people might be confused about who exactly is contributing. And then why is our current Social Security system not enough to support these people that are going into retirement? Yeah, so I'm, I'm happy to answer that. So first, I would say that um, as far as Social Security is concerned, unfortunately, um, our sort of rising cost of living is not, it's sort of outpacing what we are able to set aside in in social security, as well as some of the booms that we've seen in our population, the ebbs and flows that we see um, is, is not enough to support social security in the same way that it once was. And that said, um, you know, this is something that, is very similar to a typical 401k where those those monies that are set aside will be invested and will grow over time in a very secure and very high quality um, uh, environment. And by the economies of scale that we're able to achieve, we'll then be able to keep those fees and costs very low for all individuals that are participating. And so 
the, the biggest difference is that these, this is individual's money. This is money that belongs to them, will never be um, taken. It's it's something that has has uh, will be set aside and invested and will grow over time. And so in that way, it's very different from Social Security. Representative Lambert, I understand that this is actually one of your first pieces of legislation. So what drew you to this topic? Because this is a pretty big undertaking for one of your first acts as a legislator. In the past, I worked on an initiative called the Banking Desert Initiative, bringing basic banking services to the unbanked and the underbanked. And for me, this is in alignment with that cause as well. My background in banking, I really see the benefits of individuals having access to retirement savings funds, access to better financial options. And at the end of the day, that's what this is. We need choice. We need the ability to be able to make choices that are best for our financial futures. And without this plan, individuals are really at the mercy of how much they they bring in through Social Security. And for us to be able to give people that financial stability, the option to uh, really control their destiny, to, from a proactive standpoint, really uh, stand on solid ground. I'm really honored to be working on this bill. And I think that this is that that type of meaningful, transformative legislation that can really change Delaware. I know I've seen research that it has the ability to to really drastically change the financial futures of others in other states. So can either of you talk about states that have rolled similar programs out and how it's working for them? So uh, probably the first state that I would talk about is um, Oregon. Oregon developed Oregon Saves, which is very similar to Secure Choice program that Illinois took several years to get um, up and running. Um, And and Oregon just happened to be the first ones uh, to the finish line there. Um, In in a similar way, they, they launched their Oregon Saves in a way that Uh, allowed participants a simple, portable, low-cost way to save. And we're modeling this in a very similar way. Under the program, the state treasurer's office oversees and manages an auto IRA, again, very similar to what we are planning for. And currently, they have over 16,000 employers registered with close to 90,000 total funded um, accounts and over $80 million in assets under management. So they're on the right path and they are very quickly moving forward and really supporting their uh, the folks within their state. I would also maybe just add that Colorado is developing their secure savings program. And again, in, in July of 2020, amid uh, COVID-19, the Colorado governor signed the legislation to create secure savings program in Colorado and, and they implemented a board that um, helped to launch the program and sort of um, design the program and sort of all the all the pieces that they would be um, operating under and, and sort of the guidelines. The they expect that by somewhere between 2021 and 2035, their total revenue impact is almost 10 billion dollars. And so I think again we can point towards some major successes. In, in other states and in their ability to help folks save and, and uh, have more control over their retirement years. There's a bit of a collaborative effort going on there. So would we have the same collaborative effort in Delaware and who would be at the table there? 
Yes, we we do plan to have a board. Um, it will be made up of several key stakeholders um, within the industry that will help us to sort of develop all the key parts to a plan that that's really meant to help support um, employers and employees in a, in a wide way. Um, and in doing that, we'll essentially uh, go through a typical vendor selection process that we do for our defend, our deferred compensation plan. Um, we'll, the board will be responsible for also sort of um, overseeing the investment and contribution as well as managing some of our strategic partnerships and 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 really help to establish the program um, for the purpose of protecting participants and their contributions. Yeah, and you talked a lot about the the IRA and maybe Representative Lambert can answer this with his background in banking, but Delaware has a special connection to specifically the Roth IRA. Representative Lambert, do you know anything about that? Maybe we could end with, with a fun story about our connection to the IRA. Yes, uh, Senator Senator Bill Roth was the fat was the creator of the Roth IRA, and that's why we're so so honored to be right back here in Delaware, bringing forward this Delaware Earns program, which really enables our aging citizens here in Delaware to be able to live in economic dignity, to enter into the twilight of the of their life with the foundation, with the security of the Delaware Earns Program. And that's why I'm really happy to be working alongside State Treasurer Colleen Davis to bring this bill forward. Again, I just want to mention that this legislation is really going to make a big impact for so many Delawareans. It's not only going to impact our workers, but it's going to impact our wonderful, wonderful small businesses. It's so important that we work together, that we collaborate to have legislation that can really make Delaware an attractive place for our employees, but can also make sure that our small businesses are able to provide benefits like this that can really strengthen them as well as we come back to normalcy, as we make our way through these challenging times. And we're better when we work together on legislation like this. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to say in in closing, uh, Representative Larry Lambert has been a real key supporter. And I, um, you know, I I have been just blown away by his passion, um, just even prior to us working on Delaware Earns together. And one of the things I, I do want to sort of put out there one more time as far as this program is it's really and truly meant to promote an awareness of financial literacy education on the benefits of all forms of personal savings, including emergency savings funds and saving for major expenses associated with life events. And um, and really, our goal is to create a culture of personal savings. Um, and, and this is one big way to do that. And, I, and again, I, I would second uh, Larry's comments as well. Representative Lambert hits the nail on the head when when he says that um, we're looking to support uh, employers as well as employees and to do it in a way that's meaningful. Whip Count is brought to you by the Delaware House Democratic Caucus. You can find us on Facebook at DE House Dems, on Instagram at DE House Dems, and on Twitter, also DE House Dems. Make sure you're subscribed to Whip Count so you can keep up to date with the latest happenings at Legislative Hall.